0: Welcome to Rockstar Today, the podcast that helps musicians quit their day jobs. Show notes can be found on rockstartoday.com forward slash podcast. You will also find a link to sign up to the Rockstar Today Backstage Pass Facebook group. And now your host, Randall. I remember a conversation I had with Helena Tonra from the band Daughter. After a Radiohead show at Oshiaga, which is a music festival in Montreal. When I speak with musicians, the conversation often turns to the business side of things. I would probably attribute this to being an entrepreneur for the last 30 or so odd years. What struck me about the conversation was that critical moment when she quit her day job to go on a supporting tour for a bigger band. Now that decision changed her life that tour gave the band traction, and she hasn't worked a day since, well, in a traditional job. But don't be fooled, being in a band is a lot of work, a lot of hard work. Because of the changes in the record industry, to be a musician in a band, you need to be an entrepreneur. You need to run it as a business if ever you wanna make a living at this. So I wanna take you back to 2006, which is basically the birth of this show. Now, I started a podcast with Kevin Jenny called Outside the Artist Studio. Kevin is a painter who does fine art. Our show is all about the business of art. And Rockstar Today is very similar, except that the focus is on musicians. Basically, I help musicians quit their day jobs. How? If you have to run your own business, as a musician, you need advice. Now the advice that you might get from those within the industry, it has a certain value. But what worked years ago will have, you know, little to no chance of success today. Things have changed way too much. That is why I'm looking outside the industry to speak with entrepreneurs. I want to mine advice from their specialty and apply it to a band who's starting out. So I'll be interviewing TED Talk speakers, best-selling authors, and entrepreneurs who are rock stars in their own niche. Basically, anyone that I believe will add value to the discussion. But the first thing that we need to examine is an essay by Kevin Kelly called The 1000 True Fans Theory. Now this show is basically based upon this theory. So what is it? It's fairly simple. You don't need a million fans to make a decent living. All you need is 1000 true fans. Phew. That kind of relieves a bit of pressure. But what is a true fan? According to Kevin Kelly, a true fan is someone who will buy anything you produce. They'll drive 200 miles, or if you're in Canada, kilometers. They'll drive a long way to see you perform. They buy all your merch, uh, they're sitting at the front of the stage, they're singing louder than you. So in this context, a true fan is someone who will make you $100 net per year. So let's do the math. You have 1,000 true fans making you each $100 per year. After all your other costs, well, that's $100,000 per year. Not a bad living. If you're with a couple people in the band, well you have to, might have to adjust the math. If you're two in the band, that's 50,000 each. So maybe you need 2,000 fans. Regardless, 1,000 fans for a creative is a pretty good living. Now doesn't that seem an easier goal than reaching 1 million fans? If you think about it, I have this theory about the infamous second album and why it's not normally as good as the first. You had your whole life to create that first album, but maybe a year or so to create the second? That's one part of it, the time frame. But often, That first album is written with just a few people in mind, a few people that you're trying to please. Maybe you're even writing it just for yourself. You don't care about anybody's opinion. Now the album is a hit. Now the pressure is on. Now you have to please a whole bunch of people, maybe hundreds of thousands of listeners. So that pressure makes you try to please many, and you end up pleasing very few. But if you stick to the original formula where you write something that you love, you write something that... Maybe for the same five friends that you wrote that first album for? What they will love. That's the key to writing a killer second album. You don't try to please everyone. Because when you do, you please no one. When you do write, you write from a genuine place. You also perform from a genuine place. And people can identify with that. Just like they identified with your first album. So how does that change things for you? Doesn't it relieve some pressure? You're not going to get... A thousand true fans overnight. True. But if you convert a few fans at every show into true fans, you'll eventually gather that one thousand. So some of the episodes will focus on the business side of things and others will focus on creating those true fans. How do you convert them? Now for this podcast I have a very specific local Montreal band in mind. Now they allowed me to use an instrumental version of one of their songs as my theme. They are a band that wants to make a living at this. They're willing to put in the hard work to do so. My show is for them. The questions I ask, I'm asking for them. Any advice I seek is for them. That's who my audience is. That's the four people I'm speaking to. Because I'm doing that for them, maybe you'll relate to the material. You might identify yourself in a similar situation. So if I can help even a small number of musicians... Even if it's only four people, then this will all be worth it. This show is not going to turn you into a Lady Gaga, a superstar. But honestly, is that really a life? Fame is a scary beast. When you don't have it, you want it. When you have it, you want more. You want a bigger font on the festival poster. And when you have it all, you wish you can go back. So fame isn't you into a superstar. I will let other shows do that. This is about making a decent living at something you are passionate about. It's about giving you a foundation which you can build on. So I hope you'll stick around with me in this journey because I'm here to serve. I'm looking forward to your questions so I can match the right guest to answer them. I'm also curious about the lessons you've learned that you've found to have been valuable for you. Feel free to share them so others can benefit so, I created a Facebook group called the Rockstar Today Backstage Pass. And I warmly invite you to join this group and post your questions, your suggestions, and anything from the show. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you listen to so you don't miss any episodes. And if I can ask one favor, just take the time to just rate the show. This will allow others to find the show and get value from it as well. So, let's start this journey so that you can rock your business. Like you rock the stage. If you enjoy the show, share it with other musicians. Help us spread the word. Theme song written and performed by Wolves at Midnight. Thanks for listening to the Rockstar Today podcast. Now go out there and rock your business like you rock the stage.